following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And, Dan, you know, it's it's December already. And we're, li- and I just got to share this, we are living in the perfect place. We are. Because I was listening to the traffic channel from Seattle, and they have avalanche, avalanche, avalanche watches on certain streets in town. So we're not living in too bad of digs here, and we don't have to watch out for avalanches. <laughs> Avalanche. Well, now, no kidding. It was on the the serious well, traffic network. Well, if you're on the desert, you don't have to worry about avalanches. But just big haboobs. Just big hub. Well, yeah, but not now. Give me, give us six months, we'll be okay. That's our affliction, isn't it? A yeah. haboob every now yeah, and then. That's it. Yeah, you you know, gotta, you just gotta whip one out once in a while. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's December, and the guys are all cranked up for for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the Actually, Dan brought in his, an- My his antlers antler. Are here. antler yeah, but I they're mean, not on the truck, as promised. But but you know, but I'm, I'm telling you, Blade, I'm going to put a sign on the front of his car. You know, and not trying to be a Grinch or anything, but you know, there ought to be a rule, a law against this because you know, or you know, the the thing that he's got on his grill. It's, I'm going to put it in What there. is I, that thing? Anyway? I am captured. A- Please rescue me. Yeah. <laughs> His truck swallowed me. Help. Yes. <laughs> I've got to get those legs to hang out. No, no. I ass. was trying to cross the street, and this, guy, this SUV just came back and took me out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the fun part is there's no antlers on the truck. Yeah. We have those elf ears with the uh, stocking caps. Oh, so that's yeah. why that's why I sent out that picture. It said ears to everybody for the holidays. Yeah, so you yeah. spare you spared us the pain this year. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've got a lot of things to talk about on the show today. Getting started and you know, getting getting into uh, the holiday spirit, December. There's so many things going on. I hope everybody had a great, great Thanksgiving. I know we had uh we had uh days of turkey and and tryptophan. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, and which was really, which was really nice. And you know, one of the things that you know, actually actually took four days off, which was, yeah. You, uh, aside from just running, you know, just running out to grab some paperwork from a customer, at four days off, and me was like, when does this ever happen? There's something wrong. I can't wait to try it again for Christmas. Well, oh. the problem is this, Steve. And and you took four days off. Did you take full advantage of it? No. And now I'm tell you why. Cause why? Because you, you didn't play one round of golf, not one. Oh well. See, yeah, okay. Well, you know that's how that works. You see? get time off. You play a round of golf. You could have at least done half a round to come over to my place. That's right. You uh, could have gone to the executive uh, course uh, over at Hayden's place right. and done nine. The executive course. <laughs> that's yeah. right. <laughs> We're not. We'll have never. a cold one and do the other nine. You know. <laughs> hey, talking about talking about golf. You know, did you see the return of Tiger Woods? I did. Yeah, so he has got a, he's he's got a little work to do, but you know he's uh, he's got to get he's got to get he'll get it back. Now that he's all, you know, had his back surgery, everything's much better. He's you know, over his beating. I saw him get out of. I saw him get out of some some uh, beach beach weeds the other day when they showed a highlight. He, I don't know how the heck he got it out, and he actually rolled it up on the green. Uh, and and it wasn't. It was like a, a good chip shot, but through the uh, the beach weed. I mean, it was 
it was pretty awesome. Golf becomes interesting once Tiger Woods comes back. Yes, it does. isn't that it? Well, because it's like everything else, because the name draws so much people. Yeah, and so right. so many viewers, you it know. Does. So absolutely, you know, it's just like my name draws a lot to home improvement. Alrighty, moving on. What do you say, right. Hayden? What's that? <laughs> all right, let me let me tell you what's happening on the show today because it's going to be a full house here. Okay, all right, we're going to be talking with Mike Wolf, who was one of our people that we had on um, several weeks ago. We're going to be talk actually going to be talking about. Turnkey Properties. He is a an international investor and entrepreneur, and we're going to be talking about Turnkey Properties and obviously thinking about 2017. Everybody should have an idea of what their goals are and start writing them down now. You've got a month to do them, so that this way there's no excuse. And the paperwork's come, come, done. Yeah, January's done. January comes and you hit the ground running. And that's what we've been doing. We've been doing that for the last this. I start early. I start like in October. Thinking about okay, where are we going to be? What are we going to do the first quarter of 2017? Uh, what are your goals for 2017? I can't reveal them yet. Not even one. No. Okay. No, because they're no. going to be a big surprise for the I've show. Got, I got, see. Hey, yeah, I've got to vet some things out. I have 50 more days before I have to swear in. <laughs> <laughs> As chancellor of IHIU. Yeah, yeah. Oh, chancellor. Did I give you that title? No. Well, no. You're the chancellor. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Oh, okay. Oh, are you the president? I'm, well, I'm the president. Okay, I guess I'm the chancellor. You what know, are you, Hayden? I'm the lackey. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, the pencil pusher. You gotta have a lackey. Everybody gotta... wants a title. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that all right. took you back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Also on the show, we're actually we're going to have uh, you know thinking about you know every year we talk about the products of that come out in a lot of different areas, home building. You know, electronics, all that good stuff. Well, we had a great interview with uh, Susan Weiland, who is the editor-in-chief of This Old House magazine. And we're going to be talking with her regarding some of these great products she's going to share. Just a little snippet of it, and we'll tell you where you can go get, uh, see the full-blown website for those products here when we during our uh, show today. So we want to make sure you stay tuned for that. Also... Chris Gonzalez, we like to call him the master of mortgages from All Western Mortgage, is going to be here in a second hour, along with uh, one of our sweethearts on Star Worldwide Networks, Dee Simula from Yay, the nonprofit Dee. journal, is going to be here talking about, you know, the right charities for you to actually, you know, donate to. Because a lot of times, you know, people try and donate, you know, they see a commercial on television and they say, oh, you know, I think I'm going to donate. This is the time of the season when people start thinking this is when all the nonprofit or they do organizations are looking for money. Fake gift trees that the people just take it and the, take take the gift cards and take the gifts is one of those fake trees that you'll see at one of these little malls. Right. Yeah, I'll, I have a relative that got ripped off by that last year. So you have to be careful what you're given to. Yeah, actually, right. You got to be careful. So we're going to be talking about that. A certain Mike Wolf is on the phone, waiting oh. desperately to be on IHI. Desperately, Mike desperately. Wolf. Is on, so, okay, that's not all right. Well, if Mike's if Mike's here and we want to talk, let's go, let's go to break right now, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking with Mike and all those good things when it comes to real estate. And if real estate should be something you should be thinking about in 2017, if you want to. Become financially independent and have some recurring revenue from a turnkey property. We're going to be talking about that with Mike and more right after the break. So don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here. Don't go away. 
If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1445, or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Right here on Star Worldwide Network. And uh, one of the things that we always like to do with uh, our guests is actually welcome. Them. And actually, this is, this is, this is the, 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 cheerful, the cheerful holiday season image of Image Home Improvement Live. Especially when Dan comes in with all his holiday pal- <laughs> paraphernalia. Oh. So, ho, ho, ho. When are you ever going to grow up, Hayden? <laughs> never. Well, he's never going to grow when up. When I grow up means I'll be pushing daisies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's too, you know, getting old and being too serious. It's just no fun. And, uh, you're right. You know, just, you know, i got to have fun. Okay. All right. All right. All right. But what's good about ha- about sharing great information and having fun at the same time? That's even There's better. nothing wrong with that. That's what makes it l- lively and entertaining. And it's still legal. And, and what? <laughs> and it's still legal. And it's still legal. <laughs> you know, one of the other people that loves to make real estate lively and entertaining is our next guest. Mike Wolf is on the line with us. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Great. Where are you? Where are you hanging out lately? Are you up north? Uh, no, today I'm actually in uh, San Diego, but tomorrow I'm heading to Costa Rica. So, oh boy, um, 
I try to avoid north at this time of year. It's not, not <laughs> Smart yeah. move. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Smart move. Well, you know, it's how how warm is it over in San Diego? Because you know, over here it was a little chilly this morning. It was in the 40s. Yeah, you know, it's not much better here. It's actually been a little uh, a little chilly the last few days, and that's coming from a Canadian. So if I'm complaining it's chilly, it's, it's not good. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's see, true. If you're right there on, on the uh, ocean side, yeah, even 40 degrees with that with that hum- humidity, that'll cut into you a little bit. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'm looking forward to Costa Rica because I know it is not going to be in the 40s when I get there. <laughs> that's right. You see, he left his tundra clothes home. <laughs> there you go. Yo. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mike. You know, we talked. We we were talking a little bit before you uh, came on. Before a little bit about you know the importance and the ins and outs of turnkey properties, and I know you want to share some information about that with our listeners. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, I've been uh, investing in real estate for twenty six years now, and I've been uh, what you call the entrepreneurial investor, and. Very few uh, people survive that, so I'm, I'm uh, grateful to still be here. Uh, but I think everybody should be invested in real estate, but not everybody who's involved with it. And that's that's where I come in. I basically, uh, you know, uh, my teams and I, we go and uh, buy properties in bulk, usually from banks. Uh, we inspect them, we get them fixed up from top to bottom, and then we uh, uh, put tenants in place. And I handpick a property management team that's looking after my properties and my clients' properties. And we basically uh, help investors all around the world to own real estate without all the hassles and all the, uh, all the things that can go wrong. Because trust me, in 26 years, I've had just about uh, anything that can go wrong has happened to me at some point. And so I've, we figured out ways to avoid them and uh, mitigate the risks. And that's what it's all about. Well, that's important to actually, again, to mitigate the risks because you don't want to be able to be in a position uh, and sometimes those things happen unexpectedly and if you don't if you don't do your due diligence in setting that up I can I could foresee something bad happening and then you're just and it's too late well the, the, the biggest challenge is that you don't know what you don't know so not only do they come up unexpectedly there's things that you wouldn't even you know, if you're doing the due diligence you wouldn't even know to look for them and it's just it's just like anything else and you've done something for a long time like with you with home renovations you know a lot of stuff that most people wouldn't even know to look for uh, <laughs> you know things, and i'm sure you've seen seen it all right right and, 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 and the thing is too i didn't i i didn't learn it all at one time it's called you know there's something to be said for experience whether it be good or bad because you if it's bad you got to learn from it and then the other oh, half, as a ho- and then as a home inspector, yeah, I know I haven't seen it all because I've got another job to do someday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. And so there's there's things that you couldn't even imagine has that you know once something bad happens to you, then you figure it out. So I mean, I can give you a really good example. I had a, a, a home up in Canada. And my tenant uh, decided to turn into a grow up. So for those, I don't know if that's oh. very common where you guys are, but basically they were they were growing drugs in my basement. And in order to do that, you have to have all these heat lamps and tie into the electrical system. And oh yeah, and, and uh, creates a lot of humidity within the home. Uh, needless to say, I had a, a seventy seven zero seventy thousand dollar repair bill to make it safe again because there's all this black mold in the home and. Uh, the structure, the integrity of the structure, uh, was no longer there, and you have to get it uh, inspected after because otherwise, I mean, you could you could literally kill somebody if they move into your property. So you have to be extremely careful. So, you know, one of the things that we do that most people would not ever notice, you know, they wouldn't even think of it, is 
properties, we put in the rental contract that we're coming into the property every night to change the uh, battery and the smoke detector and the furnace filter. Our main reason for going in there isn't that. It's just one, the best way to get rid of a bad tenant who's going to do something like that is mm -hmm. to make sure they don't move in in the first place. And, and nobody who's going to start a co-op in your home is going to agree to have you come in every 90 days, I'll tell you that. And then also, even if they're not planning on doing anything as malicious as that, um, you know, keeps, it keeps them honest and, it, and it makes sure that they're keeping, you know, taking care of the property because they know we're coming in every 90 days and what we're doing is we're actually taking, you know, we do those things. We, we do change the battery and the, the filter. We're also taking pictures and sending them to our investors so they can see what their you know, what their asset looks like every 90 days. And I think it's really important to keep on top of things before they get out of control. You know, I think you're, you're absolutely right, Mike, because I know I had a, a, uh, a property owner who had a rental uh, condo over in Surprise, west of Phoenix here. And they asked me to go in because the homeowner actually had, um, I, I think he had delusions of drywall. And he no. thought that he was the best. He thought that he could create. Remember when we were kids, we used to make things out of paper mache, which was nothing more than plaster and newspaper, you know, oh, mixed really together. Fancy. Remember that? I, used to yeah, love, I remember those days. Yeah, I used to love to make dinosaurs. Well, this guy decided he was going to make arches. In, okay. and, and plus, he decided he was going to make an arch where there was a recessed can light. So you'll love this one, Mike. He actually took, he didn't know how to reset the can based on how he built the arch, which was nothing more than cardboard and, and plaster. And he tried to make it look like drywall. So what he did was he took a small uh, lampshade. Now think about this. Lampshades, heat. What, what, what's the story about oh that? Boy. Fire. Okay. So he used that as an extension for the funnel. For the light was still sitting in its normal position, and then he had the lampshade coming down to the edge of his new arch. And I'm, like, tearing this apart. When I looked at it, it looked like it was an accident waiting to happen. The other thing, too, another one we had that was in the same complex, um, that's why it's important to have checks like this, because they were hoarders. And oh the places, I mean, they literally were embarrassed because they knew I was coming in to take a look at something in the bathroom. They put a sheet across the opening because there was no door going into the, the the bedroom, the master bedroom, because it was stuffed. There was stuff on the bed, on the floor. It was just like, and when you do hoarding, bad things happen. The the rugs looked like they've been there since 1970. You couldn't even think about going in there and cleaning the rug unless you evicted him. It was the oh, only man. way. I walked into I walked into one to where there were now not just mold, but there were uh, volunteer plants in certain layers. Of it in certain areas, and it looked like a jungle and, and ferns are growing in there. That's amazing. Oh boy. I'll tell you one of the way, and, and, and it's interesting you bring that up because, of course, I've had that happen numerous times uh, in the past. And so every every time something bad happens, we always figure out a way to counteract it. And so one of the things that we uh, now do, my, my property management team, you know, we do all the usual stuff like check their references and and check their their finances and check their criminal background, all that good stuff. But before we call up the tenant and say, yeah, you're, you're good to move into one of our properties, my property manager will actually show up unexpectedly at their doorstep and say, hey, you know what? I was just in the neighborhood, and I just need one more piece of paper signed. Uh, do you mind if I get it signed? And we're, you know, the reason he's there, he wants to see how they're currently living. So it's very easy for them to get good references that, you know, we don't know who we're talking to. It could be their mother. It could be their brother. We don't know. Uh, and it's very easy for them to say, yeah, we've got no pets. But when we get to their home, if they have eight cats running around the house and four dogs in the backyard, we know 
that's what your house is going to look like shortly. Or there's weeds up to your up to their knees, or if they're hoarding, or, or whatever it is, whatever they're doing to their current residence is what they're going to do to your property. And once again, it's a it's a good way to get rid of bad tenants before they ever move in is to see how they're currently living. They're not going to change. They're not going to move into your house. Can you boot? Can you boot them out right away, Mike? Can you say, oh. hey? Well, we, we just don't approve them. Uh, so, oh. Well, actually, before we give them the approval, even though they pass all the other checks, we, we can, you know, that's our last line of defense before they move into the property. We go see how they're currently living. We don't tell them we're telling oh, them okay. they're going to clean up or yeah. get, put all their pets at somebody else's home. So we just show up uh, on their doorstep and say, hey, we just need this one piece of paper. And then if, you know, they're treating the other home, you know, pristine, well, then we know they're going to be great tenants. And if they're not, then we, we just don't let them move <laughs> what in. If, what if they don't invite you in the house? <laughs> well, we can. Uh, red lights should go off on your, in sure your head. It should. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But but even just seeing how the how the lawn is maintained, just little things like that. You know, people that take pride, uh, pride in their home, uh, those are the people that you want living in your property. And people that don't really care, uh, not so much. So uh, there's lots of different things that, you know, we've learned over the years. And we've all, we're always trying to think, you know, how can we make this safer? How can we mitigate some of the risks? And, and you know, the, one of the biggest risks is just having the wrong person in your home. So that's Yeah, huge. that'd be like uh, letting the people that have a 100-gallon uh, fish tank in every room, number one, the humidity is just peeling the paint, and number two, the floor is sagging in every room. Uh, oh, exactly. <laughs> those are the ones you want to avoid. You can pretty much tell right away, right, Mike? Those who care. Isn't that it? You can tell right away who cares and who doesn't. Well, that's the bottom line is this really a mindset we're looking for people with a certain mindset where they where they do care and and it's not to them you know they don't look at it like oh it's just a rental we're going to treat you know all right we want we want people that actually treat it as if it was their own home yeah it's awesome. it's, it's, yeah that's you know because uh yeah the whole renter attitude can really ruin your uh, property value let me ask you this real quick i'm a renter too and i, I had this dirt lawn here in arizona it was dirt and weeds and brambles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and a broken irrigation system, and just for giggles, <laughs> I, I put a lawn in it. I put a really nice rye lawn in the back of it, you know, and it looks really, really nice now because, you know, because I care and I want to live in a nice place, you know, and in the end, when they see how nice the yard looks when it looked like crap before, I get to raise the rent, rent on me because the property looks good because it's their rental. Oh, that's, that's pretty crappy. They should do the opposite because that, that's actually, I've had people, you know, my properties that actually, uh, you know, they improved the property. They did things that were improvements. And usually I would actually, uh, I've had some people that are contractors moving to my home. And they, they actually leave them nicer than when they came in. And, and we always reward them because I want those people to stay. I want them, uh, I don't, I certainly don't want them to, uh, Move out because you never know what your next tenant's going to be like, right? So, right, right. When right, you have a, when you have a good tenant, you want to reward them and you want to incentivize it. And one of the things that I do is, you know, when I have a tenant who pays on time every month and they're taking good care of the property, you know, at Christmas time I'll send them a, a gift card for for Starbucks. I want to actually, you know, show them that I care about them and that I, re, you know, and and that I'm uh, happy to have them as tenant and, and doing the opposite and charging them more money because they improve your property. It's crazy. Wow, we can. Yeah, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna pay the price when they get their next tenant. So, well, how about that? I mean, you wouldn't want to go up and raise the rent right away because the property value has increased. <laughs> well, I, I would, I would, I'd go raise the rent after if you, if you were my tenant, and then when you go to move out, obviously I'm gonna increase it for the next tenant because now the property's, you know, nicer, nicer home. But yeah. I would never, you know, don't want to disincentivize it for your a good tenant to stay. That's for sure. Okay. 
So, you know. you, so, so real quick, yeah, did you, should I send him a photo over and say, look what nice lawn I've put in? I, I would actually. I would say, look, listen, I'm uh, you know improving your property, and to me, as as a uh, uh, homeowner and investor, you know, I I would uh, typically, you know, I, I would quite often uh, send something as a bonus for, okay. for those are the tenants want to keep. You want to really make sure, just like if you have a really good employee. Last thing I do is say, well, you're working so hard. I think I'm going to cut your pay. I guess it's, it's kind of the, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> yeah. like, the more you work, the less you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. And for the big like, reward, you're incentivizing people to be crappy tenants, and I don't know, and a little bit, uh, that's a little bad to me. Yeah, but hey, you should move into one of my properties. I want you as my tenant. See that? (laughs) All right, I can pass a background check. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna have Mike back with us in a minute, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about if you are interested in wanting to uh, get involved in real estate and uh, some of the pitfalls of uh, trying to do it yourself. Because Lord knows, uh, Mike will tell you it's. It's, it's a lot of extra work. You need a property manager to actually take care of it because there are so many things to do. So we can get with that and more right after the break. Don't go away. Chances are when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. No one really wants to be working outside when the weather gets cold, but did you know that there are some jobs that shouldn't be done below a certain temperature? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about when it's too cold to paint right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tile to backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. If you're looking for an excuse not to paint, then the weather might just provide it. It's common sense that you shouldn't paint outside in the rain, but did you know that if the temperature is too high or low, it can cause the paint not to bind together properly, which can lead to cracking and peeling. The maximum and minimum recommended temperatures for exterior paint varies depending on the specific brand and whether you use oil or latex, but a general rule of thumb is that oil-based paint can be applied when the temperatures are between 40 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit and latex between 50 and 85 degrees Fahrenheit. The best drying will occur when the relative humidity is between 40 and 70%. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. 
Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, Homer's happy. We're all happy. It's December, and Mike's happy, and we're all here this morning on Image Home Improvement Live, and uh, we're here with Mike Wolf today. We're talking a little bit about turnkey properties, and if you are thinking of getting started in investing in 2017, if that's one of your goals that you need to do, obviously, you know, if you uh, do that, you have no further place to look that if you need anybody to rehab that that property to either flip it or to get it into a rental. All you got to do is call yours truly. We'll be able to help you take care of all of that so that this way it'll be a good moneymaker. And, you know, that's, I think that in today's economy, Mike, I think that's one of the key things. If you are in it for the long haul and really serious about doing this and making um, a steady income from having the money work for you, I mean, this this is probably, I mean, you know, you've done this for years. It's got to be one of the best ways to do it. It, it is, and, and that's really the key. Uh, you said you, you nailed it right on the on the head when you said uh, make your money work for you. That's the most important thing because there's a lot of real estate investors, and I, I have a lot of friends that are multimillionaires from real estate, but a lot of them don't really have a life. They've got no balance because they just created this, you know, a, a, it's a high-paying job for themselves where they're making lots of money, but they're chasing after tenants at the end of every month, and they're getting calls at you know two in the morning for repairs, and they're trying to do it all themselves. And you know, we get into at least I got into real estate in the first place to create freedom for myself and create you know a certain lifestyle. And there was a point in my career earlier on where I didn't have teams in place, I didn't have systems in place, and I was you know I was running around all day long, and and uh, uh, you know I basically traded my, my eight-hour-a-day job in the cubicle for a you know 20-hour-a-day job running around. And uh, luckily, I, I changed it up because my health was failing, my relationships were failing, I hardly got to see my daughter growing up. And that's, mm-hmm. not, what, you know, that's not why I got into real estate. I got into real estate the opposite of that. Yeah, you know, it's funny how, how right. life all of a sudden teaches you a lesson and all of a sudden the light bulb goes on. And it's just like, you know, it's time. I know I've had one of those light bulbs go on this year. To actually, you know, 2017 is the year that we're going to work smarter because there are new opportunities. And when you have that new kind of direction and incentive and just, you know, when you feel it from your gut inside that this is this I know is right for you, then all of a sudden all these doors start opening up for you that you thought would never open or you worked so hard to open them before, but you just weren't ready. And you mentioned one word before that I know my wife says all the time that is one of my Blade asked me earlier about what's one of your goals for 2017. And, Mike, you said it before, the word balance in your life. And that's so important because you can't possibly succeed in business if you're, like you say, you're spending 20 hours or more chasing a dream or chasing what you decided that you were going to do and you don't have any personal life or you don't have that time to just, you know, take a time out because you're always chasing and, and that's that's not good. 
Uh, so it's so important, and, and you know that's one of the lessons. I wish I could go back to the Mike Wolf 26 years ago and just like slap myself and say, "What the heck are you doing?" Because <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's yeah. turned into an it's turned into an amazing career. But I I paid a, a, a pretty heavy price to get where I am. And, you know, our HS, you know, if you work hard, and you know, you know, you'll get great things that are going to happen. If you go, you know, get education, work hard. Uh, I would say that uh, working smart is a much better idea, and getting ed- educated absolutely is important. But, but I would say one of the main things is to have a mentor or have somebody helping you that's already been down that path before that knows where your blind spots are. So, you know, I, I, would, I give my daughter very different advice than my parents gave me, and it's not that they were being malicious. That's what most people think. That's, that's what we think uh, and traditionally have uh, been brought up to do is to you know, go work hard. And, and I've learned that you know, if I make my money work hard for me and if I have the right people on my team, I can actually have a, a good lifestyle and actually enjoy myself and get to spend time, you know, with my family and get to take care of my health and, and get that balance. You know, you, you, so, you said systems, Mike, you, you mentioned implement systems and that's one of the great things you learned over the years. What's a really, really effective system that you learned that you would advise for yeah, everyone? Well, right. Well, here, here's one of the, here's one of the keys is that, you know, I'm, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur and entrepreneurs, uh, at least for myself, I went through phases. When you're an entrepreneur, when you create something, that's your baby. And you don't want, we always think that nobody else can possibly know what we, you know, the stuff that we do, nobody else could possibly do it as well as us. And that's how entrepreneurs are wired because it's our baby. We don't think anybody can, anybody else should handle the baby. So um, I used to invest only in Canada once upon a time. And then a good friend of mine moved to Las Vegas. And I go, and when you're me, it's really hard for me not to get real estate. Even if I have no intention of buying any real estate in a certain city, it's just what I do. It's just in my blood. So I, I was looking at real estate back in the day in Vegas, and it kept going up and up and up. And I, I thought, you know, i got to get in on this. So I started to buy properties there and couldn't be two places at the same time at the end of the month to collect rent. So I reluctantly hired a property manager, and I realized that this property manager was, you know, even though I had to pay him 10% to manage the property, he was collecting more rent. And even after paying him the 10%, I was making more money than I ever did collecting it myself. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. where the light bulb went off. But then I went to the, what I call the, se- the second phase, which I call the micromanager phase, where I told the property manager, okay, you know, any t- anytime something goes wrong, I need to know about it. And so I'd be getting calls all day, you know, all, all, when you get a certain number of properties, things are going to go wrong. And so I'd get calls for, oh, well, the fridge is broken at 123 Main Street. You know, what should I do? And I'm sure he was rolling his eyes because he knew exactly what he needed to do. But I just needed to have that control. So, but every time I give him the same answer, I'd say, well, if it, if it you know, find out what it costs to fix it over a certain amount, let's replace it. Or, and if it's under a certain amount, we'll, we'll fix it. And I, I realized that, you know, here I am telling him how to do his job when he's better at it than I am. He's actually collecting more rent. Here I am micromanaging him. I realized I'm spending just as much time working, except I just changed roles. Instead of being the, the worker bee, now I'm the babysitter. And, you know, once again, a light bulb went off. And I thought, you know what, if I just put systems in place, because I say the same thing every time, the fridge, you know, I never once said the tenant is the fridge. But I said, well, we, may, we make that into a system. And say if it's over a certain amount, you don't need to call me. If it's over a certain amount, replace it. Under a certain amount, fix it. Oh, good. And, and so I, I do this in almost every aspect of my business now. I've got other people. Uh, doing the work, people that are passionate about, you know, there's people that are actually passionate about property management. I can't understand that because I, I hate it. Uh, but there's people that are passionate about it and they're good at it. And those are the people you want on your team. And quite often they've got their own systems that are better than 
uh, mine, but I've also had a lot of experience by screwing up along the way, and so I put my systems add on to it. And then that's how you get your freedom. That's how you get a life. Uh, where, yeah. you know, you know, your yeah, that's 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 called learning to manage and delegate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, one of the best things that anyone could do, and one of the good marks of a good entrepreneur is obviously delegation, but also being humble to know that you know I can't do everything myself. I need to delegate, and all I need to do is just allow people that can do what I want to delegate do it well, and that's all you need to do is, is gauge the results and make sure that they are doing exactly what you want. And don't skimp. And don't skimp. That's exactly But I like right. that over a certain amount is when you start to yeah. get your nose in it. Yeah, you got you to you 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 do that. You got to right. do and then, that. And, and, then, and then, you know, part of the key is also incentivize it because, I mean, these people, you know, if they work hard and they're passionate about what they do and you, you now uh, have trained them and you've got great systems, you want to, once again, kind of like, when you have a good tenant, you want to make, you know, make them appreciated. Well, we take care of the people on the teams. We take really good care of them and make sure that they're happy too. And that they're, you know, getting rewarded for their uh, hard work because they're yeah. making my lifestyle possible. So the stuff that I get to do is all because of the great teams that I've got now. Great. Great. How could, how could uh, our listeners contact you, Mike? Uh, they can uh, email me at Mike at Mike Wolf mastery.com. M I K E W F. M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, All right, Mike, good luck on your trip to Costa Rica, and, uh, you know, stay warm. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, and I will. I'm going to send you some sunshine. All gotcha. right. That was Mike Wolf. All right. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk with Susan Weiland from this old house. She is the editor-in-chief about those top 100 new home products coming your way this holiday season. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Exercise and eating right are two ways to practice healthy living, but would you believe you can also be healthy by vacuuming? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a healthy way to suck it up right after this. 
Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames Dual Tine Leaf Rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. Almost everyone will agree that a clean home is a healthy home. Vacuuming the floor should be a weekly chore to help keep your home on the healthy list, but not all vacuums are created equally. Typical upright and canister vacuums actually help contribute to the scattering of dust and allergens because the minute that you turn them on, they're exhausting right back into the room. This is a good reason to consider a central vacuum system instead. It doesn't recirculate particles and allergens because it's exhausted to the outside. In fact, central vacuums can reduce allergy symptoms from dust inside your home by up to 61% versus an upright or canister model. Plus, they have up to five times more cleaning power, and that's nothing to sneeze at. I'm Danny Lippery with tips for today's homeowner. Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila... Remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God. You know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. back and you're listening to image home improvement live right here on star worldwide networks and we'd like to welcome our very very special guest today susan wyland she is the editor-in-chief of this old house magazine susan thank you so much for being on the show today and uh, joining us how are you i'm good thanks so much for having me well great you know one of the reasons that um i took notice that i wanted to have susan on the show is that this old house, the magazine, and, you know, this old house has been around for a very, very long time, not just in magazine print, but also on television. But you have the top 100 best new home products of the year to tell us about, and I would love to share that with all our listeners. Sure. Um, this is something that we have done every year since 2010, and basically our editors are looking for these things all year long. They look at uh, all kinds of products in seven different categories. We focus on kitchen, bath, outdoor, tools, home tech, building products, and then we have a sort of more decorating-oriented category we call finishing touches. And in each of these categories, they, they winnow it down to the 14 or 15 things that they love the best and think would be great for everyone to have. Well, give us a, give us a, your pick on a lot. I know we can't get through all 100, but give us our pick of some of the ones that uh, really stand out in your mind. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm a cook, so kitchen is, you know, one of my favorite categories. And I can tell you what I've already bought for myself, which is the OXO Good Grip Spiralizer. You know, spiralizing is a big thing. It's one of these little gadgets that lets you turn uh, any kind of uh, hard vegetable into noodles of varying sizes and widths. 
And uh, the problem with a lot of them is that they slip around. They're hard to use. Um, this OXO thing has uh, master suction cups. You put it in. It grips to the counter like you would not believe, and it does a beautiful job. The whole thing comes apart. It goes in the dishwasher. It's it's like my favorite thing. <laughs> it's just it's probably like my when I go find something that really. Uh, you know, that I like to do when I see something like in a special tool. This sounds like it's a special kitchen tool that can uh, not only, you know, actually help process the food, but it actually probably has a, um, gives the the food a great look. It, it looks fantastic. And, you know, a lot of people are into low-carb eating now. And, you know, it's really hard to turn something hard like a sweet potato or a beet into noodles. This thing just does it like a pro. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay, what else? What else do we have um, for this year? We love, there are a couple in our bath area, our bath section, there are a couple of shower heads, which I think are just genius. There's one that is called the Houtel Pure Multifunction Filtered Shower Head that Speakman makes. It has an internal copper zinc filter that removes up to 99% of the chlorine, the sulfur, and the heavy metals that normally come out of your tap. Um, and then there's another one. There's another uh, shower head uh, made by ShowerClear, the ShowerClear shower head, that basically has a how do I describe it? It has almost like a little hinge so that you you know you know how shower kits heads often get filled with sort of grunge and right. we know we should clean them, but who does, right? Right. So <laughs> this thing it's like a clamshell and the bottom hinges off. So every time you you shower, you can lift this down and it will dry and it will drain and none of that stuff will grow in there. I think it's genius. Well that's amazing. yeah, because you know a lot of and, and that's that would really be a great product out here in Arizona because Arizona is typically known for hard water. And when I first moved out here from New York, the very first cup of coffee I had, it was like drinking stone. I mean, it was hard (laughs) and it tasted terrible. So, you mean, a a lot of homes out here either have RO systems or full house water treatment systems like I have so that this way it, you know, all that uh, hard mineral deposits don't go on in the cake up the inside of your, you know, pipes. Exactly. So this exactly. is a this is a great idea for someone maybe who can't afford a full house system but would like the idea of not having all those minerals on them when they take a shower. So I think yeah, I think yeah. you're right. That was brilliant. Yeah, and you can you can be really sure that it's clean, you know, it's clean, it's dry and you know, you don't you don't basically don't have the problem of that stuff building up. The other thing I love in this section is we you know, you know everybody wants a clawfoot soaking tub, right? Right. We found one. There's there's something called the Minuet Tiny Soaker Bath. It's 40 inches long. It is it's so little and so adorable. You can paint it any color and it will fit in just about any space that you can think of, you know, without having to knock down walls. But that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, we run into a lot of those in some of the older homes um, yep. out here. Yeah, that would that would actually that would be a great idea for someone who actually was dead set on having a tub. Okay. Okay. That's great. Now I know tools are close to your heart. We have a whole category of tools. Oh, okay. And Let's... the tool that this this is not a little tool, and it's not an inexpensive tool, but the tool everybody is talking about this year is this React job site table saw. This is basically a spinning blade saw. If it senses that it's about to come in contact with skin, a gas-fired canister fires and drops the blade and retracts it to under the table. And so the blade remains intact, your fingers remain intact, and then you can turn the canister over. There's two fires per canister. You turn the canister over and you reinstall it and you're back in business in minutes. That's amazing. And, And it just senses skin. 
It's senses, yeah. Our our guys on TV actually did this. They used they used a hot dog, of course, to demonstrate of course. <laughs> rather than one of their own digits. No <laughs> line, no live, no live fingers were ever sacrificed in this demonstration. Exactly in the demonstration of this saw, but but it, it's pretty. I mean, just just think how you know how how many accidents that will help people avoid because you know no matter no matter how careful you are, I mean, it's, eh, you know, flips up, right? You're absolutely right, and you know, my, one of my one of my Best cabinet makers in that I use in uh, our business actually several years ago actually lost the tip of two of his fingers yep. from that same from that same instance happening where it just you know it, you slip you got to be so careful a lot of times you know you try and cut something and you know you you know you do your your best to make sure you've got something to push the material through the saw with but sometimes some things happen the saw jams you slip. And and bad things can actually happen, but it's amazing. I, I I would love to learn about the technology behind that. And someone, obviously, somebody who either was affected by that that happening, and right. um, or or maybe they just were inspired by by or, creating something like that, or was afraid that it was going to happen to, to them. That. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, and they had the forefront uh, thought to actually, hey, let me. Fix something, you know, but there's got to be some good technology behind that because you know when you think about that, okay, you, it's a it's a it's a metal, non living thing that actually right. can sense something living coming close to it. I mean, yep. that's something sounds like it's out of science fiction. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? It is. It's 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 I'll it's definitely amazing. I'll tell you something else that sounds just like it's actually it, it's actually kind of better than science fiction. One of the other items that we have in this section is something called a three a wallabot three D imaging sensor. You know, if you've ever looked at a wall and wondered what was underneath there, right? This thing this thing basically has an array of RDF scanners, and this is technology originally developed for Israeli anti missile defense. And wow. it detects the wires, the pipes, the studs buried in the wall, and then you basically hold your smartphone up and it shows you exactly where they are, exactly how far below the surface they are. I think that's kind of genius too. Oh, absolutely. So it's it's even that that's probably taking into um account something like infrared technology where you could see differences in temperature, but this could actually sense the depth of yeah, how far below? Exactly where, yeah, not only where they are, but how far below the wall they are. And, and the what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. See, now, that, that's just something that's just, that, that is invaluable, especially when you're doing remodel work. When you yep. don't know and you're just trying to, you know, use your best intellect in your experience to say, well, okay, well, this should be here, this should be here. This is probably where, like, like for instance, electric lines are going. You know, right. and a lot of times, how many times, I mean, I know years ago, you know, even through the best of my experience, I had to do something. And before you know it, I actually um, cut a uh, a home run line going to a um, microwave. And I had yep. to have my electrician come out and run a new line because <laughs> it just and it just and it was like that line's not supposed to be there. Why did somebody put it there? And, you know, I have a segment we do on our show, which is which it happens with all the work that we do. And we're never without content because we see strange things every day during the week as we're doing remodel work. It's like, you know, what right. the heck were they thinking when the right. builder went and did this right. because it didn't make any sense the way he ran it. He probably just did it for convenience. It, there was no logic in it. 
Well, you know, also sometimes people, you know, they do things themselves and they don't necessarily do it the right way, right? That's true. That's very (laughs) true. We have have one of the most popular things on our website, thisoldhouse.com, is something we call home inspection nightmares, where basically home inspectors share the stories of of real things they've actually found, you know, when they go out to inspect homes before people buy them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can can imagine there's all kinds of things underneath the walls that you might not want to see. We do a segment on the show called Homeowner Horror Stories. In fact, my... my, my uh, co-host is actually actually was he just changed transition? He was a home inspector. Now he's doing um, healthy home checks. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we we run across strange things that happen. Before we run out of time, is there any other you know new product that stands out in your in your mind that you've seen that's coming down the pike that we should be aware of? Well, there's some great building products. I mean, really, for you know, aimed at, at do-it-yourselfers. There's a a um, a particular type of uh, Scotch blue paint platinum. They call it platinum painters tape. It's a film back tape that, and you could say, well, okay, painters tape is painters tape, but this stuff it tears at a perfect 90 degrees. It stretches around curves. It stops bleeding paint in both latex or oil-based. And it will come off cleanly in one pull, even if you've had it on there for 14 days. I think that's kind of great. And that's even better than Frogger tape. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you know, it's the, the, the technology for all of these things is developing so quickly. You know, and the, the, the sorts of things that they're able to do with it, you know, are they're just amazing. Well, that's great. Now, we could see all these products on your website. You can see them on our website, yes, or in the Sold House magazine, which is still on newsstands. It's our November-December issue, but yes, you can see all of these things on our website. It's uh, the TOH Top 100 2016. Well, we're definitely going to have to check that out because we still have some time left before Christmas. And if uh, any of our listeners out there are looking for a gift for that do-it-yourselfer, then uh, that this is the place to actually go look. Yeah, it's great for that. Absolutely. Susan, thank you so much for joining us today. And we want to you know, wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and hope that uh, 2017 brings a whole lot towards uh, this old house. And uh, I hope to have you back on the show next year. Thank you so much, Steve. All right, Susan, thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. You know, Dan, they're just talking about the tools, you know, looking through the website. I have to have that one. It just you got oh, you got to have that one. There's my new Christmas wish. Thank well, you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just it goes with the, along with the infrared because if you could sense not only see where there's things going on in the wall like moisture and and uh, all kinds of other, yeah, you get images because of different temperature variations. But to be able to know how far down, like how far in in the wall is that wired? It's running horizontal across maybe where you want to. And wrapped around the, the sewer line oh. and then out again. Well, yeah, something, you know, and this way you'll be able to tell how far in. Because, you know, how many times people go in there and they, they don't think, well, it's only drywall. But they don't, the average homeowner who's not thinking, who's not familiar with it, will actually go back in and start cutting the wall open, you know, with a drywall handsaw. You know, all of a sudden, before you know it, you, you you feel sparks and things happen in the wall. And then before you know it, you've got a maybe a home run line cut going to uh, an appliance or something. And then yeah. before you know it, it just ruins your day. It's like it's like, it's like if that, you don't call blue steak, if you got to go dig, or, that'll or, ruin your day if you like hit a your, power line. Your favorite, your favorite uh, story to change out the filter on the uh, faucet. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the just, changing the aerator out ended up a major house flood. You know, it's just you know, <laughs> just like our good friend Jeff Lawson says from Lawson Family Plumbing. You know, when in doubt, I mean, this is his busiest time of year: Thanksgiving and Christmas, because. Everybody in the world all of a sudden goes into brain lock, I think we'll call it, because they think that they could push anything down a Sir, sink, yeah. you know, through a, through a garbage disposal. And it just doesn't, you can't put everything down there. I mean, yeah, just, well, well, the really big pieces, I try to flush. Well, that's just as bad. I mean, I that mean, commercial that you grease, see on TV you know, where the kid pan, is taking yeah. that stuffed animal, trying to stuff it down the toilet. That's right. I mean, do you, Give me a break. Hey, look who's in the house. That'll ruin your day. Okay. It's a Gonzalez in the house. All right. When we come back, we've got uh, hour number two coming your way. And uh, we've got Chris Gonzalez here from All Western Mortgage. And Dee Sumala from the Nonprofit Journal is going to be talking a little bit about the best charities to donate to, as well as the ones to watch out for. You've got to be careful when you donate around the holiday season because you want to know something. Everybody's looking for you, but you can only help so So many people. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now. 480-247-7654. Or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. 
We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. We are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, hour number two, right here. It's a, as they say, it's a beautiful Saturday out here. You know, Dan, we didn't talk about the weather. It was a little chilly this morning, but, you know, it's going to be a great sunny weekend. And, you know, we're actually going to be dealing with one of those favorite words that I say around the holiday season today. Uh, You know, those three words that all homeowners love to do during the holiday season. You know what that is? This is like Could asking. Be anything, this Stephen. is like asking Dan a, a cardinal question. Dan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the three most <laughs> dreaded words that a homeowner hates to say around the holiday season? No new taxes. No. Well, yeah, but no. Even worse than that. Ready? The, the rents do. Give up? No. Going, going no, Christmas no. shopping? No. 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 What? I'll have to tell you. Yeah. Some assembly required. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh. Yes. Actually, yes. Actually, and we don't read directions. That's the problem. Yeah, that's right. Don't I'll think do that you I don't need no stinking directions. <laughs> yeah, you might as well not because they're backwards. No, no. You know what that thing <laughs> You can't understand them anyway. Yeah, but that's you, right. They're not in English. <laughs> English. English. Now, he can't even talk anymore. It's not even 930 yet. He can't even <laughs> yeah. talk. No, I no. was reading the directions that's to right. a toy. That's oh, right. I oh. knew what you meant. Okay, <laughs> All right. It's just you're just looking at the wrong side. You got to look at the English side. That's right, not Actually, the French side. I did better when I flipped over to the directions in German. I was uh, doing oh. quite well. <laughs> ich verstehe. Yes, just verstehen. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a little German lingo there. No, we don't do German on the Image Home Improvement it's Live. It's IHI. You know, we're multicultural here. We are, aren't we? The university. The university. IHI. Yeah, I look at this guy over here and say, that's what I could have been, Gonzalez. I could. That's what I could have been if I weren't born in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the fifties. <laughs> Jesus, I'm telling you. Oh, the Paleolithic era. You know, that's right. All right. In case you're wondering who's who we're talking about here, Chris Gonzalez is here from All Western Mortgage. We're going to be talking with Mike a little bit about. So you really would like to have been? Why is that? Why would you have liked to have been 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 Chris? Well, because he's why? organized and he's focused and he's smart and he. And he didn't go to high school in the 70s yeah. with the flare jeans and the co-ops like Mike Wolf was talking about earlier. What's, wrong, all with, the- what's wrong with that? <laughs> okay, I, I, I had a blast. Let's put it that way. You know, Make love, not war, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. So, yeah, high school is kind of a fog. You know, like they, you know what they just say? There ain't nothing wrong with that stinking disco. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I used to spin that music for 10 it. years, man. That's right. Nothing wrong with a dan- with dance music and a, and a DJ who loved to dance at the same time. Too, I so. know. It. All right. Anyway, back to the show. And you know, as we say, we were winding down 2016 here, and you know, there's thinking about 
all with different things going forth into 2017. Some great gifts. We want to thank Susan uh, Wayland for being on the show today, talking us a little bit about those top 100 products, home products for 2016 from uh, this old house. But uh, right now, we want to talk with uh, one of our great sponsors, Chris Gonzalez from All Western Mortgage is here with us. And Chris, great to have you back on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, uh, it's a nice, chilly, brisk day outside. There you go. Feels like winter here. Did you jog down the canal? No, I didn't. Oh, well, after the show. Don't you work <laughs> on Saturday mornings usually, no? I do, usually from home, though. Usually shut the door so the kids can't uh, bother me. But uh, mm-hmm. Oh, 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 this is a great. Before we get started, I got to ask Chris a question. Okay, Chris, how many kids do you have? I have two. Okay, what are, what are their ages? Uh, three and three and one. Okay, did your kids ever get into your, any of your work stuff? Oh, my gosh, last night. <laughs> okay, did they, uh, did they ever get into anything like, you know, destroying a cell phone? <laughs> no, not yet. Fortunately, I mean, my daughter has actually taken my phone and tried to, you know, take it, play keep away with me on it, and yeah, you know, that, yeah. that's a little aggravating <laughs> when do. you're like, no, it's a six hundred dollar phone. No, no, no. They do. And then the screen breaks, and then you're like, no, what'd you do? No. Okay, okay. So Dan, Dan <laughs> told me the last yeah, we, night. He said we, we had a phone incident the other night. We had a phone incident with the little one, <laughs> and um, I'm. Now I'm the proud owner of a new phone. Much <laughs> well, larger and much more efficient. And now they do, Chris, they, they hold it out. They got your phone and they hold it out. And you say, here, Daddy, take it. And you go to reach it out and they grab it out and they take off. Yeah, that's it. And they're she quick. Said, she and says, they are quick. She says, you want to play tag? You want to you know, you right. chase me? I'm like, no, I don't want to chase I want my phone back. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, lock up all your electronics in the safe and just don't let your kids near it. Yeah. But yesterday, my, my son had a pen in his mouth. And it was oh. one of those it's one of those calligraphy pens with like ink, you know, that, that shoots out, and I, he's oh. got like black ink in his mouth. And I'm like, oh, great. oh man. <laughs> so yeah, they've been in my office a few times. Yeah, okay, all right. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure, like, Dan, I get that kind of office that, that, myself. that this is a common, <laughs> this is a common thing that you know, even one of the greatest home inspectors on this planet has child, child, you know, grandchild child problems, you know, issues. <laughs> issues, you know. So we're always trying to help not just the listeners, but also the people that work on the show look how much we've helped blade he's so much a better educated homeowner he actually went out and started planting grass i mean he wouldn't have done that a year ago two I years ago have. no i wouldn't have no I, you know i'm Almost learned how to fix my irrigation system here, almost. here at the university. Almost, almost. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades and having the right mortgage, which Chris is going to tell us about right now. What kind of things do we have to look forward to in 2017, Chris? It's a great question. And, and you know what? Uh, just recently, there was an article that came out uh, from all sorts of different sites. You know, you can probably just search Phoenix Real Estate 2017. You'll see all sorts of things pop up. Um, but basically, home prices in general have appreciated this year about 6%, and they're expected to appreciate again next year 6 to 7% as well. Some areas have actually gone up as, as high as 8%. So when it comes to your mortgage and selling or, or buying or refinancing, there's just a lot of reasons that work in, the favor, work in favor of anybody out there in search of a home or considering those options. So uh, in general, it's, it's going to be great. It's supposed to be the best market in the country next year for Phoenix. Wait, that's going to be awesome. Wow. And, and is, is that for... For uh, people, uh, I mean, obviously they they they're they're going to be building like crazy. If you know, when that news came out, I was like, "Yay, my home value is going to go up," which is which means it's going to be a great it's going to be a great price to sell. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's I mean, going to be a great probably the best year in many years to actually if you want to sell. 
you know, it's it's funny. There's just not there's not enough inventory right now for the buyers out there. So it's created uh, a really good seller's market. So if you're looking to sell a home, chances are you're going to get top dollar for your home, especially if you've improved it in some way, you've upgraded certain things, or if you at least kept it up nice, you're going to get good money for it. Um, buyers out there are very aggressive in their offers. Uh, I'm seeing that from my perspective, and, and basically what I'm doing now is I'm actually calling the the sellers and saying, "Hey, we've got a really good pre-qualified buyer here. You know, it's definitely a, an offer you want to you know consider if you're you have a multiple offer situation." So that's actually helped us stand out quite a bit. Um, but housing starts also in the valley have been up, so that just basically means new builds are going up, and and I think you can kind of see it for yourself. I mean, some of these empty subdivisions that have been empty for almost ten years are full. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now they're starting to now you're starting to see frames go up, and you're like, oh wow, this is this is actually really good. I'm I'm actually really really excited about this. Yeah, I mean, you see a lot of that sporadically popping up around. You know, uh, Central Phoenix, some of those empty yes. lots. All some of a sudden, of infill, in the yeah. Arcadia district, all of a sudden, I see. I see these empty lots I've seen for years, and all of a sudden there's houses popping up in the middle, you know, and, and there's not, activity. Not only that, but house developments that were started and couldn't be finished because of that thing in 2008, and now they're restarting them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah, You know, I actually have been working with a few investors. Um, you know, they've been kind of asking me what should they do about the financing side of, you know, their transaction. But, you know, some of them are buying in kind of these older, older areas of the valley. And, um, you know, I guess gentrify is, is the term. Um, but they're bringing, they're, they're kind of buying these older homes uh, and just remodeling them and making these beautiful kind of little bungalow style homes that you see on like all these property shows, right? Right. You know, they're just, they're very unique. You know, they don't have kind of that track home feel at all. And, and they're in very, um, very well vegetated areas in the valley, uh, close by to walking distance to, you know, lots of uh, amenities like, you know, coffee shops, little small businesses. So there, there's a lot of, activity going on on from the investor side from the primary home buyer side um, and even people looking for a second home there's just a lot of activity going on and a lot of people now want to be able to actually walk over to a coffee shop or something you know that has services because they want that they're going back to that neighborhood feel oh yeah you can go down to the neighborhood shop and get some stuff and walk home and it didn't have to get in the car and drive 20 miles Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a, it, it's a, it's a lot of great things. I know I keep saying that, but um, I, I'm really excited about what I'm seeing. It's just, it's almost like a new breath of life in the Valley when it comes to, you know, all the new construction going on, all the new businesses going on. Uh, it's, it's the fastest growing city in the United States. Phoenix is actually. And then you know, would you believe that a lot of it has been attracted by all the hiking trails we have? Oh, I was looking at that stat going, why do they prefer it? Because of all the nice hiking trails in this area. It is phenomenal. Hiking. Wait, wait, no, come no, on really. now. No, What's wrong with you? It's trudging is what it there's is. There's nothing. Not no, no. There's, there's nothing not, like. I can't, I can't do it any longer because <laughs> I'm a broken knee. There, but there, generally speaking, it's back to actually go for a walk and you know enjoy the outdoors. And that's really what's drawing a yeah, lot of people. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. mean, you think about. Don't forget, you know, January. What's what's one of the big? Here's another. Here's another great question for Dan. Dan, what's what's one of the biggest events in January in Phoenix? Oh yeah, the Phoenix Open. There you go. All right, there you go. The Waste Management Phoenix Open yeah, will yeah. be here. Well, that's a and Guns N' Roses concert. That's, that's not. An that's event. when all. That's when all the snowbirds are here, mm-hmm. and that's when they all of a sudden they start thinking, they start scratching their heads, and like, hmm. 
maybe it wouldn't be bad to have a home here. That's and, right. And I need to call Chris. It doesn't happen. It doesn't hurt to have the car show here either. The car show is a bad. And the Barrett Jackson. Barrett Jackson, Russell Steele, Russell yes, Steele. Yeah, so, I mean, there's all kinds of things. And maybe I mean, we did a show from out there one time at the, uh, at the pet. Right, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did that a couple of years ago over at uh, Barrett Jackson. And they had a uh, lifestyle pavilion, which that was only lasted one year, though. Yeah, lifestyle pavilion. It. So, um, but yeah, cars are out there. It's some great things. You know, if you're ever looking for a car, you know, that's one of the things, you know, once I get a few more things squared away, one of my wish lists here in the coming years is. One of these days, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to find that 1970 Javelin to buy, <laughs> and then I'm going to then I'm going to call Chris and say, "You got to save me some money so I can afford to buy this he car." He doesn't know what a Javelin is, man. He wasn't born then. Nothing he, like American Motors. No, Remember that right. way back in For the me, day. For me, it's the Eagle. That's the one that I the would like Eagle. to. The that, well, Eagle. Well, see, the Eagle was ahead of its time. Yeah, it the was. Eagle was like one of the first SUVs That's before right. even the term was coined SUV. That's right. You know, four you wheel those? drive. No, he I say, see, he doesn't remember. It's just like, and you like shouldn't. A, that's like the Model T. It but is. Yeah. Yeah, but the, oh, the, yeah, the first Eagle out, you had to get out and pull the locks. Yeah. To get uh, the back wheels to go in. Oh, come on. There was, yeah, but you know, when you get down to it, it was nothing like a pacer. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was a joke, just like the Gremlin. Yes, that, just like the Gremlin. That's yeah. right. Hey, don't kid yourself. There was a Gremlin in a couple of movies. Yeah, they blew up. Yeah, there was one, I think, in one of the um, James Bond movies. That was yeah, that's fun. right. It was a bomb. Yeah, it was a bomb. That's right. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk. I swear, no more cars. We're talking with Chris Gonzalez from All Western Mortgage. We're going to get back to him right after the break, so don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to call your Realty Executives expert. Call today, 602-957-0444 or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Organization is a big deal in most areas of the home, but nowhere is it more important than the laundry room. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to get the most from yours right after this. Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames Dual Tine Leaf Rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our Valley's weather. 
The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Okay. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we're on. I was wondering, Chris, if if uh, 2016 is the best year yet since 2008 <laughs> overall. We're halfway you, there. You know what's <laughs> what's funny is uh, I'll tell you. For me, it's been you know the best year since I've been in the business. But um, I think 2015 was probably the best year for most people. 2016, I think. Um, I don't want to say real estate slowed, but I just think in terms of. Uh, activity, people have been very strategic about what they want. And so it's just been a little bit tougher because of the inventory to find, you know, for buyers, you know, that, 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 that dream home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So um, I, I wouldn't say it's slowed down. I think that it's level, maybe slightly better than what last year was or 2015. I see. Plus so. there, were, there was a little bit of um, market weight to finish up with the politics this year. Oh. And then everybody's happy to go forward. They know which way to go now. And the market can now go forward rather than sitting here on hold waiting for the decision to be decisions made and all the institutions know where to go. That was that's probably the number one objection I hear I heard actually prior to the election, uh, especially the months leading up to the the election um, was, you know, well, I'm just going to wait to see what happens who's elected president, you know, and and we'll see we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do then. I'm thinking, well, to be honest, you know, the, the president-elect isn't going to be able to do much between now. I mean, yeah. they make a lot of plans for what they're going to do when mm -hmm. they take office, but the policies are going to stay the same between now and January anyway. So That's in right. terms of your ability to buy a home, if you continue to wait, you're going to run the risk of a higher interest rate. You're also going to run the risk of paying maybe four or $5,000 more for that house that you want, right? That's Which right. could also price you out of the market. So That's when right. it comes to the urgency to buy, if you're looking mm -hmm. to buy a home— you can't really sit on on waiting on the best deal to come around because at, at this point, the way things are looking, um, interest rates have already gone up, okay? Um, December 14th, the Fed is actually going to raise the Fed rate for, uh, you know, well, the economy. That'll be the first in, uh, what, eight years? Uh, actually, it'll be the second time in, in uh, they raised it last December. Okay. And so it'll be the second time that they finally have raised the rate. They've been talking all year about, we're going to raise it in June. We're going to raise it in August. We're going to raise it in September. They've been saying that all year, and the reality is they haven't been able to because the data just doesn't support an increase. increase. But now that the election uh, has, has occurred, and that's kind of done. Um, There's the, no more reason to sit on the fence. Right, other exactly. Other than get funny marks on your the, butt. The, the, Fed, the <laughs> Fed has to raise the Fed rate in order for there to be some sort of healthy growth, growth or sign of the economy. And so mortgage rates, we've been spoiled with it, I'm going to be honest, for the last four years at the rates where they've yes, been. they have. They've been and, sweet. And they've been great. We've grown accustomed to it. I mean, I, I hear it all the time. You know, one bank's offering 3.5, you know, and, and then another bank's offering 3.6, and they're fighting over an eighth of a percent, which really doesn't mean much in payment, right? So, you know, it, it's it's just interesting to see that, okay, now that rates are going up, more people have actually said, okay, okay, let's go ahead and get pre-qualified. Let's go ahead and get out there and start shopping, right? Because right. they don't want to run the risk of now paying, uh, you know, three-eighths or, or a half a percent more than what they were qualified <laughs> at because now it's going to limit their purchase power. Right. They're, you know, right. Less house. Yeah. They may have been right. qualified at 250 for a purchase price. Now they're at 240 because the rate has priced them out because it's maxing out what their debt to income ratios are. Mm -hmm. Right. Plus property taxes <clears throat> are going up next year. I got a property tax bill. I don't know how many other people did, but you know, I, I got the, it's another $300 increase for the year. 
it's expected to happen. You know, it's going to go up at some point. That's also going to price people out of the market if they're not acting now to buy a home if they can qualify. So. Well, yeah, lock that rate now. Don't yeah. mess around. No, no. Don't, you know, don't, don't even go, well, maybe. No, there's no more maybe here. Yeah. Lock the rate and get it. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's a good good time to definitely buy. But there's definitely some good news too for for loans um, in terms of what HUD has announced and also what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have announced. I don't know if you guys have heard it yet, but the loan limits are actually going up in 2017 uh, for conventional financing and also FHA financing. Uh, FHA uh, hasn't gone up at least in the last two years that I can remember, two three years. Um, but it, it's going from two hundred seventy one thousand fifty dollars for FHA, and that's Maricopa County. To two hundred seventy nine thousand dollars four hundred, so that's actually that, that just would be the difference between you know enough house and then a house with a little bit of play on for people or that extra thing that they want in the home. Oh that yeah, that extra feature. Oh yeah. So let me just kind of put it in perspective. If you were this year buying a home and you were maxing out your FHA, if you only qualified FHA and you were maxing out your loan limit to two seventy one fifty. Your max purchase price, if you only want the minimum down payment of three and a half percent, was about a two seventy nine to two eighty one range. You would have had to come in with a couple hundred dollars extra to to bring your loan amount down to two seventy one. Quite a few gifts. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of you know some gifts, of course. Um, but you know anything higher than than that two eighty mark for instance, say maybe two ninety or three hundred, you would have had that much. You would have needed that much more extra in down payment to bring your loan to two seventy one. It's, so a, it's a stretch. It's a, it is a stretch, especially, I mean, if you're a first-time home buyer, we don't want to max out what you qualify for, but there are first-time home buyers out there that income qualify and credit qualify for those price points. And home prices in the Valley, on average, what I've seen, are anywhere from the 260 to 300 range, as yeah, it is. Something decent to walk into. Yeah, I mean, that's... And, and it's not a fix. Right, and, that, and, right. that, and that's a good size uh, amount of money to hear uh, and when you think about... Um, an average home, maybe around 1,700 square feet, which is, uh, you know, a modest home that has a little bit of growth. It's not your small, it's not your small, like, starter home, mm-hmm. but it's also three bedroom, not, two it's bathroom. not a big one. Yeah, About 1,600 square bath. feet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My first home was a, a three-bed, two-bath, uh, two-and-a-half, and it was 1,600 square feet. Um, it was actually kind of in the in the South Phoenix area. I mean, it was a great home. I love that home. With yard or without yard? Uh, not much yard. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a it was a, a home that was built in 2004 originally, and you know the subdivision was was newer for that area, um, and so I mean it was a great home, but not enough room for my dogs. I have two big dogs, right? That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And and at the time, you know, I I worked pretty close to that home, and then uh, when I started working in North Scottsdale, then it was like, you know, the drive is kind of getting to me, and I was able to sell it for you know a healthy healthy profit there. You know, I got some mm-hmm. good equity out of it, and you know, use it to pay off debt. And that's the thing is is buying. That's why I say the urgency to buy a home has never been present. I mean, it's you know, if you buy now, good the chances are is you're gonna have some equity in that home after a year. Now, how much it is, I, I can't, I'm not a forecaster. I'm not going to tell you, you know, it's exactly eight or six or whatever, but there's a range for it, right? And in terms of the the way the economy is looking in Phoenix, you know, we, we're not having this overinflated valuation of homes that I'm seeing. I mean, getting 20 to 25%. Yeah, instantly after six like months or a year. Back yeah. in 07, 08, I was seeing 25 to 30% increases in equity in homes. I'm just a home inspector, but I'm listening to all the conversation and I'm going, Oh my God! 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. And you qualified for that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it was a scary time then. And I mean, you know, I wasn't in mortgages at that time. Um, I, I was working at a bank, but um, I wasn't. Uh, I, I, I actually I was a teller for a, a big institution, a bank teller. And I would see people come in and, and you know, get wires and, and get cashier's checks and these large down payments. I mean, we're, we're talking like forty, fifty thousand dollars I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm buying a house. Oh, really? Okay. And they're like, oh, I'm buying my second and third house. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty impressive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was crazy times back then, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing the, 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 how things change, but then they always seem to – turn around in cycles but this cycle seems to be a solid cycle that we're actually going to be able to work with and oh, yeah. Dan yeah, says it won't be, it won't be scary yeah well well one thing to keep in mind too is the underwriting guidelines for financing have gotten pretty strict yeah okay um and and it's a lot of education with clients these days that hey you know what we are going to ask you for your taxes we are going to ask you for W-2s. If you don't have them, we're going to have to find a way to get them. We're asking you for 1099s. We're asking you for pension award letters. And most retirees have never received the pension award letter. They just started receiving the pension. So yeah. that's an education process yeah. that, hey, there is a way to get that. We've done that before. That's not a problem. Um, bank statements, deposits, right, IDs, divorce decrees, child support, alimony. All these things are have to be documented if you're using it as a factor for your loan. And chances are if, you're, if, you, if you don't want to use it, you, you probably still have to supply the information so that the bank knows what the situation is. For instance, we run into this a lot, divorce decrees. You know, some people have mm-hmm. been divorced 10 years, but, you know, they have kids that aren't 18 yet. So we need to just make sure that there's no child support that you are legally obligated to pay or alimony, things like that. So these are things that are, are impacting a borrower's ability to qualify because we have to count those liabilities. Back in... 2004, 5, 6, If right? you were breathing, then you could exactly. get along. Exactly. You, you just had to say, here's my license, here's my pulse, and yeah, yeah, give me fog, a loan. Yeah. Fog a mirror, you've got it. Yeah, so, yeah those, those, uh, those stated income loans. Liar I, loans. Uh, you know, those, I'll say the bad word. They were called liar loans. Liar loans, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, those stated income loans, you know, they, were, they weren't good at all. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the idea of stated income coming back. Oh. It's not coming back. I'm no, just going to put that no, out there right no. now. In no. fact, the, the, there's a, probably a hybrid version of stated income, but at the end of the day, banks and brokers, they have to document the borrower's ability to repay. That's very important. ATR, ability to repay, is what lenders look at. And so if they look at your bank statement and they see that you have $500,000 in your savings account right, or in investments, they can justify a way for your ability to repay your mortgage. So it's still a document that you need to provide. And then right. usually you have to provide, you know, some sort of uh, income, you know, that you're receiving, whether that's, you know, from a, a, a small business or, you know, if you're commission only or if you're a W-2 employee, whatever it is, you still have to provide income. Yeah, when you're but self-employed, they, there's a lot more paperwork. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they just qualify you off of kind of not on the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac or HUD guidelines. It's a, it's a private mortgage, essentially, through a bank, and they're brokering it usually with our companies. And saying, hey, you know, you, you can qualify, but you just got to provide the, the documentation. Yeah, that's great. Chris, how can our listeners contact you? Yeah, so they can uh, give me a call directly. Um, my office line is 480-442-4494. Uh, I'll repeat that again in a second. You can also email me directly yeah. if you want. Christopher, and that's with a C, at allwestern.com. Uh, the company is All Western Mortgage, 480-442-4494. Where are you located? 
I'm actually located in North Scottsdale, North Scottsdale. Uh, near uh, near PV Mall, Paradise Valley area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris. Thanks for being so much on the show Thank today. You. And make sure all the information you can also find on our website, ImageHomeImprovementShow.com. Just look for the All Western Mortgage link, and uh, you'll be able to connect with Chris. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you. All right. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk with Dee Sola from the Nonprofit Journal talking about that charity that you need to do the holiday gift-giving ritual, but you want to make sure that you do the right one, so don't go away. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Getting the money to renovate your home has never been easier. All Western Mortgage has helped hundreds of families with their home financing needs, including renovation loans for all types of borrowers. VA, FHA, and conventional borrowers can take advantage of these programs. Give us a call, 480-237-3535, 480-237-3535, and ask for Chris, the renovation guy. All Western Mortgage Inc. NMLS 14210. Arizona Banker 092328 Branch NMLS 1074188. 4835 East Cactus Road, Suite 110 and 220. Scottsdale, Arizona 85254. All borrowers are subject to credit qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify as certain restrictions apply on all programs. The information contained in this material is not guaranteed to extend credit or lend. Terms and conditions are subject to change without notice. Equal housing lender. Uh. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and uh, you've been listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and, uh, you know, everybody is just getting an education today. I mean, you know, just because— It's called the university for sure. Just because you think it's the weekend and it's holiday season (laughs) and you just kind of think you're kicking back, eh, eh, not here. You know, we are here. We're working. 
like we do every day of the year. And you, just a quick side note, you've been working every Saturday of the year for how many years now? Eleven. How about that? Isn't that something? Congratulations. Eleven years. Give all me right. some canned right. applause. Yeah. Give, give yourself the applause. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, some what? Uh, yeah. Give yourself some applause. You did. Canned applause. Okay. Right, that's right. <laughs> you know, but some other people might say, that's right. You never know. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> you know. But anyway, you know, one of the things that we talked about, and it's so important as we get talk about this holiday season, is... You know, not just thinking about, you know, your home and, you know, everybody wants to make sure that it looks great for family and friends. And maybe maybe you've missed the boat and you forgot to pick up that phone and call call me to come and do that remodel. And now you're stuck because the family and friends are coming. And you've got a leaky boat. And and the (laughs) next best thing is you could do is go to the party store and get cray paper. And put it up on the walls and, and decorate and hide all the imperfections in your house just to make it look like it's lively. And then you just say, boy, I dodged the bullet, but I'm going to have to get this done next year. But the thing that you've got to be careful of, obviously, is that time of season when all those nonprofit companies out there, nonprofit organizations come to you and they say, you know, they come to you, hey, could you give us some because we're here <laughs> or could you give us some here? And, you know, it's like, they okay, come out of the woodwork. Which, they do, man. Which, which organization do I feel closest to that I, not just, and it doesn't mean that just because, you know, you're, you're getting, uh, you're, this organization is pulling at your heartstrings just because you wanted to do that, but that doesn't mean it's the right one. And there's no other person that I know that I could get great information from is that our next guest, Dee Simula, from the Nonprofit Journal. Dee, thanks so much for checking in with us today. Well, it's good to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Hey, well, no problem. How's your, uh, how's your holiday season coming along? Uh, it's actually going very, very well. Family is always important. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it doesn't mean it's going well, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, How about you guys? Well, we just well we haven't hit the Griswolds nature yet, but we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hey, how you doing, D? Okay. Pretty good. Hi, Blade. Hi. Uh, all <laughs> right. So, so give us an idea. Now, you thinking about okay? So everybody in the world is calling. Hey, you know, can you? you know, we'd like a donation for this, or we'd like a donation for that. And okay, and then how do we sort it all out? That's a very good question. And the one thing that most nonprofits or all nonprofits must have with them so you feel good about your donation is their determination letter from the IRS. And that states that they can be nonprofit and that if they're a 501c3 public charity, then you can write it off on your taxes. Okay, so that's obviously the first line of defense. You have to make sure you have to ask, and, and you shouldn't feel bad as someone who wants to donate to ask that organization for that. Correct. Let me ask you this, Steve. When you go do a remodel on the house, one is, what is the one thing that is very important to you that your homeowners ask for is that ROC? Right. They ask for mm-hmm. the register contractor number, whether you're a licensed, licensed residential contractor or if it is a commercial project that your license covers the work that you claim you can do. And you have that readily available, and some contractors even put it on their truck. Right. You have to, by law, you have to have it on every place that you have your, your yeah. company name. You're I have it on my truck. Yeah. I've got it on my website. Got it on my business cards. It's everywhere. So why is a nonprofit different? Well, that's a good question. Well, 
Exactly. So if I have to ask you for your ROC, then it's okay for me to ask a nonprofit organization for their determination letter, and it's okay to do that. Okay. And then if they don't have it, what's the first what? thing that you do? I Walk I away. Ask, <laughs> yeah. Now here, I'm going to share a little story. Is I've been following this one nonprofit, and you know what? They are not even a nonprofit organization. They set up their tables in uh, retail stores, sometimes Denny's, and they pull out your heartstrings and they look for that little cash that goes into the jar. And so I've been following, and every single time I ask for their determination letter, they say, no, we don't have. And I go, well, what about those people? He goes, well, do you think all of us should carry it? Absolutely, we should all carry it. (laughs) Hey, I saw that on our favorite bagel place, one of those. Yep. Um, ask for the determination letter. Do they have a website? These guys did not. Do they have a brochure? No, they do not. And their display, a fourth-grade science project is better than their display. <laughs> <laughs> Are they required to post that? Do people make them do it on their websites? What was the question? Are you required on your website to to post whether or not you are, what's the term? A nonprofit, yeah. Uh, well, well, not nonprofit, but the the RFC one hundred and five thing. What's that? Oh yeah, if no. you're yeah, have to, yeah, I you have to have it on everything that I have got my company name. Or you've got to you've got to display your registered contractor number. In fact, if okay. I see, especially like when we do bids, the bids have even the bids going to customers have to have the ROC number on it. If I see like subcontractor bids from mm-hmm. a new company come my way, or a customer shows me something, like I had one show me the other day. I mean, yeah, it was all very detailed out, but you could tell it was generically made on in a Word document, and there's no ROC number. So how what? do I know without going to research that company name on the Arizona Registered Contractors uh, website to know if they really are licensed? Yeah. You don't know. And, and applying that to a nonprofit organization, the no, actually, the, the nonprofits do not need to have that number displayed anywhere. However, if a nonprofit, a good one, will, and it's 100% transparent, they'll even put their 990, which is their uh, IRS filing for their taxes. Um, the transparent ones are the ones to give to. That's my opinion. Very good, D. Very good. Wow, that's amazing. All right. And so, one more thing. Yes. One more thing. Yes. So when you go in front of Walmart or anybody else, don't hesitate to ask the questions, even for a brochure. And if they can't provide it, walk away. What's a polite way to ask them? How's a polite way to do it? Oh, can I see a determination letter? <laughs> Very good. And a, and a good nonprofit will provide it uh, right then and there. Do those Salvation Army guys have one on the spot with their big tubs and their bells and all that? That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, because you never know with those guys, do you? uh, I'm going to take you the best that those bell ringers wouldn't even know what that meant. (laughs) I know it. But Walmart should, if they're hanging out in front of Walmart. Don't you think they'd have proof? I think they would have vetted them, you'd think. You would think. But you you can't assume. Right. That's amazing. That's amazing. Good question. Then maybe go talk to the store manager because I know that the store manager of the stores, um, they have to give permission. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but you're, but you're right, Dan. I mean, you say, can I see your determination letter, please, to the Walmart tub ringers? Huh? The, the what? <laughs> the Walmart what? <laughs> can you put that yeah. in the, the bell ringers? Yeah. 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 All right, Dean. Thanks so much for checking in with us today. I really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Dan's 
<laughs> holiday homeowner horror story. Bye, Dee. Go away. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies, three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimila is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimila on the Double White Network. Thinking about painting an older home? Don't start scraping it down just yet. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about testing your paint for lead right after this. Step one, make a list of your weekend projects. Drywall, wash the patio, scrape the loose paint on the deck. Step two, pour yourself a cup of coffee. Hey, Family Guy's on TV. Love that show. Step three, two hours later, back to your list. Step four, pick a project, break out the tools, get it done. Step five. Go ahead. One more episode. No guilt this time. Hide tools. Everything you need to start somewhere at thehideway.com. If your home was built prior to 1978, chances are pretty good that lead paint was used. Because lead paint is a recognized health hazard, you want to approach any contact with caution, and that starts by finding out whether or not you actually do have lead paint. Home test kits make this a simple process, and you can find out the test results in less than 30 seconds. A typical home test kit comes with two ready-to-use disposable swabs that can detect lead down to 600 parts per million. If you test positive for lead, then you'll be prepared to tackle your painting or remodeling project using lead-safe practices that include protection, preparation and containment, and proper cleanup. Just remember, the biggest hazard of lead paint is not knowing it's there. So take the time and take the test. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. Do you want the cactus on the roof or do you want the... uh... All right, we are back and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live and this is our, this is the month of December. This is our... Get your house ready for the holiday season. And, you know, one of the things that certain people do, meaning your average homeowner that maybe isn't so handy, could actually have some really, really bad holiday homeowner disasters. Like I was watching yesterday, watching my neighbor trying to put lights up on the house. Okay, what? What? what let's he hear about this. Fo- what were they doing? He had an A-frame ladder. And he had his one foot on the very top, his other foot up against a window, and he was trying to hang the lights down the eave of the house. I couldn't even watch a guy do that. And I said, hold on, hold on. And I take my bigger ladder, my big, nice, 
giant little giant ladder over and open that thing up and have him climb down on that. And I was like, don't do that to you, man. Yeah, you've been a Marine, but you know what? Air Force will help you out. <laughs> <laughs> what was this story? Oh, he was hanging just, and he had got to the point to where he was hanging by the light to keep balanced. By the by the by the cord, you know, by the lights themselves, uh. and tension on the lights was keeping him in balance. And I was like, "You fool, you!" So I got over there and took my little, you know, took my big, you know, the big one that goes two stories, popped that up there and had him climb down on the on the on the big I, ladder. Uh, I like the cactus picture you showed oh, you me. Want to, you want to talk yeah, about the cactus yeah, I saw? How do I have a cactus living in the middle of your home? Now this is a true valley cactus. That uh, there was so much crud, and this roof had never had anything done to it for so long that there you was. Have you ever seen that on your roof, Steve? A cactus on a roof? Yeah, because there's so much debris up there, and then all of a sudden, you know, something starts to, to, to mulch, and then before you know it, something starts a growing. Cactus? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Things happen. I've had cactus, I've had palm trees. Uh, let's see what else. I was back east going palm to. Palm trees on a roof? Yes. What? In the gutter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've got some, you know, we talk about an air palm. <laughs> but, an air uh, palm? Napalm. No. But this uh, this cactus, you tell me, Blade, that's about, what, two, one, two inches tall? Maybe uh, three? Yeah, yeah, about three inches tall, two, three inches tall, yeah. You know how many years it takes for that to grow? Ten? Yeah, about ten years. So nothing's ever been done to that roof and that underlayment. I know it's toast. As a matter of fact, it's mulch. And then, wow. the pro- and then when I saw the attic, they had that wonderful OSB that uh, expands when water hits it. So it was just a real mess on that one. But you they know, had leaks, leaks everywhere. You know, one of the things, too, you got to remember, too, especially, and this could, this is something that's it's so simple, but it gets overlooked a lot. Okay, think about this. One of the things that actually happens is, you know, for homes that have um, fireplaces mm. that have had the flue closed for the summer, and they don't decide to open it, and they decide to fire it up, and then before you know it, where do you think the smoke's going to go? Back in the house. It's got to go all through the house, and it's going to be... That's going to be nasty because once it once it starts to get hot and then before you start you seeing the smoke, you just can't stick your hand in there without something on your a glove or something to actually go back and do that. I mean, I've it's got just another ridiculous. one for you, Steve, right here, same house. Christmas homeowner home horror stories here in the university. The greenery had grown up and into the fireplace and down the fireplace flew. <laughs> there you go. That's, be- that's because nobody, nobody went up on the roof to check it. I don't know how you can't how you know, could you- see this because the catch claw had grown all the way up on the roof from the side of the house, across the roof, over around the base of, of, the, of the chimney, and then down in the chimney pipe. That gives it a new, new meaning to fire it up. You know, burn yeah. it down. <laughs> fire in the hole. Fire in the hole and burn her down. Fire in the hole. So what are you saying? It, cli- it climbed through the side of the house, onto the roof, and then down the chimney? Yes. Because be- you can see when you're inside looking at the fireplace, you can see the half-dead branches hanging down the inside of the flue. I mean, it's just, it's just it amazing. It was just too much fun. 
Here's what I would do as a, a Saturday homeowner. You know, Emma Tillman Brewman. Here's what I I'd pour gas on the uh, on the grass and then what? <laughs> you know, and burn what? it out. That'll kill it. <laughs> Did you put initials with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Don't I, don't I, get I, extreme on I, me uh, well, here. You know, what would you do to get rid of all that? All that. Mm-hmm. What's going to have to happen is they're going to have to go out front and just like a stump, cut that whole bunch of. Uh, uh, Cat's claw. I mean, outside it was a big, huge lump. I mean, it was huge. Cut it off at the bottom. Cut it off at the bottom, and then uh, put some defoliant on the rest of it, mm-hmm. and then wait and make sure the, uh, the 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 actual cat's claw that's inside, you know, weaved inside the um, the, the tile mm-hmm. is dead. Otherwise, you're going to be ripping up your tile. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, that same plant had grown grown through the gable end vent. And had grown into the attic, so if that caught on fire, whoop, it would come down the chase on on the fireplace. It would mm-hmm. also come right through inside the house. What a project! So you got to go into the attic and get rid of half of that stuff too, don't you? And then the stucco on that side of the house was gone because it would flop back and forth. That's right. Now oh let, let's talk a little bit about one of the things you want to think about too: the things we take for granted that we use for the holiday. Okay, like your like. Your oven, your range, maybe some of these things that maybe because of your lifestyle you don't use on a normal basis. But on the other hand, too, if you're having uh, a lot of people over for the holidays and you're going to be using a lot of maybe some of the appliances that you don't usually use, what do you think is the first best thing you should do? Unplug them. Well, no, you need to check them. Can't check them if you know if, if they're unplugged, but you should be able to go back if they are unplugged. If you don't have them in, some people. Hey, I was in the house the other day. They had a um, uh, an appliance garage. Blades, you know what an appliance garage? No. Is? Oh my god! You don't know That's what an so appliance 80s. garage? That's this how is, old the house. This was. is the eighties, baby. Right. This was yeah, right. This was cabinets. an appliance garage. For instance, in the cabinet, like for instance, you know, you usually have eighteen inches from the top of your counter to the underside of your cabinet throughout the kitchen. Well, back in the 80s, they used to do is they used to like bring it all the way down and they had like almost like, you know, the roll top desk where they the piece rolled up and it was all slatted. Okay, well, they had doors in the front. And actually what happens is you lift it up or even if it was a swing door up underneath that lower regular height cabinet and they used to take all the appliances and put them in there, close the doors so you can't see them. Now, it took up like counter space. But they used to call it an appliance garage. You mean like a can opener and uh, yeah, can opener, toaster, toaster you know, uh, mixer, stuff like that. Anything that was small, you'd be able to stick in there underneath the cabinet and then close it up. This way, you wouldn't see it. That's right, uh, and it would be out of sight, out of this. mind. Okay, yeah. So they, but they don't. You know, that was like I said, that was another fad, like the can opener that used to pop up out of the countertop oh, in this, the seventies. This house had the two blenders in the countertop. Oh my god. Two blenders, yeah. not one, but two blenders. Well, they must have been oh, cool built into the countertop. It's cool if they're Jetsons and they pop up and they pop down. Yeah, but these yeah, didn't. But you had to unscrew a thing, put the blender down, and there's your margarita, baby. <laughs> yeah, just a tra- uh, trendy fat thing, like you said, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, those are things, but you've got to check out what you what you're going to use because guess what could happen? Suppose I read a I read a, an article the other day. Somebody actually was doing um, getting ready for Christmas dinner. They set the turkey in the pan. They got it all trimmed, everything, and they put it in the oven. Okay? About an hour later, they went back to check it. It was stone cold. Why? Because the, because the 
uh, rain, you know, the stove was actually all of a sudden became DOA, dead on arrival. It just died. And it died at that moment. So like everything else, when when's something going to break? When you most need it. Yeah. So no, now what? They didn't bake all year long until yeah. then. And then all of a sudden, it, it wasn't working. So guess what? And some days, you just can't run down. Oh, my God. Is Boston Market open? Can I go down and get a turkey or something? You never know. They may, that may not be possible. Actually, they should have started cooking that thing the day before. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, even the day before. I mean, at least you could have ran to you could have ran over it and got a... You got a new stove over even at, even at Home Depot or Lowe's. Or yeah. They've got all kinds of all kinds of deals now on appliances, especially you know Black Friday now is Black Month. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know it, it continues on. It continues weeks after, so they run it from Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, all the way up to Christmas. I mean, it's amazing just yeah. because they the the deals, the sales, and oh my God, and then before you know it. It'll be, you know, New Year's sales, sales that are run to Super Bowl. I mean, it just, the sales never end. No, that's the world we're in, Steve. What would you pay for a brand new range stove, let's say, stove? What's a good price, average price? 700 bucks? Somewhere in that, in, in that range, Seven depending to on what. depending on what, how much you use it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and what the, the brand, the yeah. brand that you buy. Um, What's the best brand? And then whether it's gas or electric. Oh yeah, yeah. You know all, that's all another factors, thing yeah. that you've got to check that's out. That's another too. reason why I hate this world because there's so too many options and too many variables. I can never narrow it down. You got to answer too many questions. If it was, if we didn't have options, life would be boring. Well, that'd be. I'll take it at this point. <laughs> ah, I'll take boring. I'm getting old. You know, I, 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 just give me a nap. <laughs> you know, give I'll me take some boring. boring in my life. I'll take some boring. I love boring. Now. <laughs> and so would you go for And you're going to produce Wu show? <laughs> yeah. uh, let other... you watch the Weather Channel on the weekend, right? <laughs> no, that's where he gets his kicks. He's watching the Weather Channel, watching for the next haboob to roll in. He's only got about six months to wait for it. <laughs> so, so, so do you like gas in your stoves or not? Or electrical or those flat tops? You know, every girls like the flat tops. I think gas is the best way to cook. It depends on safety measures in your home. If you've got somebody that might leave the gas on for an extended time and then they forget they've got it on, you want electric because it won't start flame up anything. Yeah, and when you get older, your memory isn't that sharp. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it'll have an auto timeout on it. They've even got those now. Okay. So, yeah, it depends on what your needs are of what you buy. God bless yeah. dishwashers. That's what I'm saying, man. I love dishwashers so much. I what a great invention. Would, I wish they would hook them up right. <laughs> I know. My, mine still isn't. They don't hook them up right. No. They're in a hurry to get in and out. And if they actually secure them to the cabinet, you're lucky. No, no, no. My screws that, you know, you were talking about this wooden. Yeah, it it's, goes it's, up yeah, underneath to the, the front. Cabinet. Yeah, just secure yeah. it to there, the there's cabinet. T- there's two holes that go right through my cabinet top. You know, no from way. To, oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, how you get rid of those? You can't. You got to replace a cabinet top. You know, the screws, you know, they fasten the dishwasher to the top of how the cabinet bottom. They, how bad did they protrude through? Was it Formica? Boom. Really? Yep, tile? Up. Well, I mean, not tile, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah Formica. It was a laminate. Laminate is laminate. what it is. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, about, you the, see? About, the most, about the most you could probably hope for, if depending on how bad they protrude, is maybe um, sand it. Up. Well, you know, we sand it, you're going to leave all kinds of scratches. But if if they're not really that bad, probably just hammer it down. If just yeah. take take a little take like a shim or a little piece of wood, okay, not too not too thick. Something even like a shim. I mentioned a shim because it's sure. small and narrow. Mm, sure. Take it and put it on top, and then tap the shim. Kind of tap it down so this way you don't 
leave any marks on the counter. And then you can go back if you if you're lucky enough, you could either go back and find um, like the the crayon pencils that you have for like wood touch up if there's a gouge or a groove or something that you could or take out a scratch you can get those at like Home Depot they have them in the in the paint department right near where the stains are what's it called a wooden pencil it's what? like a it's like a wood crayon fill pencil that you could actually it's a put it in it fills in the scratch so what you do is you take the just like a crayon you take it and you you rub it across the top of it and then you take your a like a a dry cloth and rub it around to basically, basically, so you take the overlap around the the damaged hole away, and then maybe just dampen it up a little bit and run over it. You may have to do it more than once, and it may not look perfect, but it surely make it look better. Yeah, oh yeah, because here's yeah. one trick that I learned: having to you know remove and uh, try to rectify damaged laminate from dishwashers. It means you're going to need to be putting a piece of block wood back underneath there mm-hmm. for it to screw onto. So what I would do is take a C-clamp and have two pieces of wood, one for underneath to glue up to the cabinet to help re-secure the, ca- the dishwasher, and another piece on top of where the screws came up, and then use a C-clamp to gently just hold that together. And a lot of times, they would just collapse right back down. Yep. And like you said, just burnish it down just a little bit, very lightly. Yep. Something softer than an emery cloth, and, and just, that'll, that'll do it. That'll then, do it. And then you can push your unit back in, bend the clip up a little bit in a Z form, and It'll then resecure it with smaller screws. That's right. <laughs> All right, we want to let everybody know in two weeks is going to be our <laughs> annual holiday fire and electrical safety special. We've got a great lineup of guests coming your way. You know, when it comes to security, fire, electric. Um, and a couple of surprises coming their way for our, uh, our holiday show just before, I guess about a week or so, eight days before Christmas. What's the date? Uh, so that would make it what? In two weeks from two weeks from today. So it'd be the 17th. That'd be December 17th. So make sure you check us out. And you can always find us online at imagehomeimprovementshow.com or landing page on the station website, Star Worldwide Networks. Dot com. Tell me we're not working Christmas Eve. And no, no, we're not working Christmas All Eve. All right, just checking. We're actually, we're actually, I actually made sure that we had Blade could take the day off. Let's go play some golf, man. A little golf. Let's do it. Maybe, yeah. That's right. Maybe I could move on up and, and go to a fairway that's pretty forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll hit them long, hit them straight for the That's Christmas what we season. Do. That's what we do. All right. We want to thank and all the ducks. We want to thank all our guests today: Susan Wayland, Mike Wolf, Dee Somola, and Chris Gonzalez from All Western Mortgage. And thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on the website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. If you have any remodeling needs or starting to plan for your next remodel in 2017, check us out. Give us an email at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com. And, guys, another another one in the can, as they say. Another one in the books. Another, another one, one in, in the books. books. All right. Because the can's re- down the hallway. And, we write, and remind everybody. We'll if, visit that. If you ever want to give your host anything for Christmas, you know, StarTrek.com is giving away a lot of things. Thank you. Thank you. So you make sure you check that out before, before, before our next show. <laughs> and if you remember... If you have any doubt about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see it. You're a great American. I love you.